Fatherhood is fascinating. One day you're dad of the year, and the next day is, well, the next day. Welcome to Positively Dad, a podcast designed to help dads embrace the journey. Thanks for joining us on Positively Dad. My name is James Shaw. I'm your host. I'm a dad. My wife and I are the proud parents of a soon-to-be second grader, and uh, we're so excited that you've decided to join us for this podcast today. You know, for as long as I can remember, I wanted to be a dad, and when I'd go out and uh, found out I was going to be one, and I'd go out and look for resources, I just didn't find many. There weren't many out there for dads. It's mostly for moms, and so I said, well, I'll start a podcast, and I'll learn, and that's what we've done since March 1st. We started this back on March 1st, and we've had great conversations. I've learned so much already, and I trust that it's adding value to you. And I'm excited because today is a real special one. Today, you know, we're coming right off of Father's Day weekend. And so I thought, how cool would it be on Father's Day weekend to have my dad on the podcast? And so that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk to my dad today. So to set it up, I'll tell you a little bit about my story. So I was born in Southern California. My mom was married and we were I was born. And, and when I turned three, my mom and my biological father got divorced. And we moved back to where my mom is from, which is Indianapolis. And so we moved back to Indianapolis from LA area. And uh, when I was six, my mom got remarried and her husband adopted me. And I'd look at that as like my greatest gift, my absolute greatest gift that I ever got in my entire life. So my dad, who we're going to have on today, is the been my dad since I was six. And uh, so we're going to have a fun conversation with him today. Now, he and my mom had a daughter uh, when I was seven, almost eight. My sister was born. Her name's Stephanie. And it's funny, she was born in Indianapolis and now lives in Southern California. So it's kind of funny how all that works out. And, um, and, and so we're going to hear from my dad today a little bit about what it was like being a dad what it was like becoming a dad with a six-year-old, which I'm sure many of you have either have, have experienced before, uh, and then what it was like in addition to becoming a dad with a six-year-old, then also having an opportunity to become a dad of your own biological child and seeing that happen. And then we'll also talk to him a little bit about being a, a granddad. So I'm excited to welcome him on the podcast today. His name's John, and uh, I'm really pumped to have him on. Hey, Dad, thanks for joining us on Positively Dad. Well, I'm, I'm pleased that you asked me to do it. Well, it's going to be fun. I thought, you know, here we have Father's Day, and it's a podcast for dads, so I should probably have my dad on. So thank you for doing that. And, um, you know, who knows? I'm going to ask you some questions, and, and we'll see what happens. I guess the, okay. the, the first thing that I was, I've been thinking about is this, is that, you know, I started this because, I mean, I wanted to be a great dad, and there aren't a lot of resources for dads, right? Most of the stuff's for mom. Okay, so when you became a dad, you became a dad with a six-year-old. Like, you didn't really have, like, there wasn't all this prep and all this excitement and all that kind of stuff. Like, it just, you you got married and, and mom had a six-year-old, and you, so you became a dad. I'm just curious what that was like. Uh, it, was, it was really strange because it had been a long time since I'd been a kid, and so I didn't, you know, I had to... I had to become a dad all of a sudden, and uh, I used, I guess, as a model, uh, you know, how how your mom uh, parented, and so I had no knowledge at all of how how to how to be a father. Well, then, how did you figure that out? Uh, trial and error. <laughs> Some of it worked better than others. <laughs> 
Well, I think you did a pretty darn good job. So as you as you think about it now, and and I mean, eight years after that, or no, two years after that, I'm sorry, two years after that, I mean, Stephanie was born. So you got to go through a pregnancy and a birth of a child and all that kind of stuff. How was that different for you or just what was that experience like? Well, it was it was different because obviously the first six years, especially the first couple year, uh, well, the first year, uh, you're dealing with a, a being that's that's a total so totally different than a six year old, uh, someone who can't talk to you. Uh, so there's all sorts of uh, skills you have to learn to do that. And so that's that's just uh, almost you know different than than the you know emotional and and that kind of uh, interaction you have with a child. You have the uh, well, this is how you change a diaper, <laughs> and this is how you give a kid a bath. And so there was a whole lot different from that point of view. Yeah. Well, which one of us did you like raising better? <laughs> well, that seems like a trick question. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> don't answer it. I'm just kidding. I know the answer. Uh, um, what? What's, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, please go ahead. Well, what I, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry I missed out on on your first six years, because I found that at every stage, from from birth until six, that. Uh, that I I really enjoyed that stage, and I thought I'm going to be so sorry when Stephanie gets you know older and moves to the next stage because I'm going to miss this. But what I found was that stage was was even better. Yeah. Uh, there were it was different, but each stage was better, and so I missed those first six years with you. But I can say the same thing is is true, you know, once you get to be six. Yeah. And even when you get to be 36, uh, yeah. it seems like, you know, every stage that, that both you kids have gone through, I like it, you know, as well or better than the last stage. Oh, that's not to say I didn't like any of the, the past stages. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because, I mean, Naomi is seven and I feel like, I mean, every age has been my favorite. That's how it feels. I, I mean, right now is so much fun. And you know what? Five was fun and three was fun. And. I think 10 is going to be fun. And then people say, well, watch out for the teenage years. And we're not going to talk about my teenage years on this podcast. Um, and, and yet every age has been fun. Okay, here's, here's something I think about that I think I could learn from. Now that I have a seven-year-old, you have two kids. What do you know now, now that you're a, you're a parent of adult children, two adult children, and you're a grandfather, what do you know now that you wish you knew then that you want me to know? I, I guess one of the things that I think, you know, I've learned, and I actually, actually didn't necessarily learn it from from you two, or, or raising you two. It's 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 seeing other children uh, as they've grown up, but there's no right or wrong way to do things. Uh, I have, you know, people I've known who I was convinced when they raised their kids that this is they're going to be a mess. They're not doing it at all like like what I did, and so when those kids get older, uh, you know they won't know how to behave, they won't know how to get along, and for the most part, uh, I was wrong. They 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 do just fine, and they're doing they're doing great. So there's there's more than one way, more than one right way, uh, to raise your kid. What are you most proud of as a father? Uh, I guess 
the thing I'm most proud of is that that both of my children have uh, have grown up to be uh, totally independent, uh, totally functional, and contributing uh, to the world they live in. Uh, I you I hear stories about uh, uh, about millennials who are still living in the in the basement. Uh, we don't have a basement, so I don't know where <laughs> you'd live if you came home. But uh, uh, you hear stories about that, or that uh, uh, their parents are still sending them money, or uh, they. I mean, if you're up for that, I'll take some. If if that's something you <laughs> want to do, I'm I'm happy to receive well, some. Actually, well, I probably owe you if, some. If you ever got into trouble, I would certainly, you know. Uh, be happy to do that, but I'm happy. That what I'm most proud of is that I I haven't had to do that for for you or Stephanie. That that both of you have, as I say, fully independent, fully functional, and fully contributing. Yeah. So who do, is it that I mean? Is again, I'm talking to you as a dad and a, and a grandfather too. I mean, like, do you have role models? Who do you look look up to? Who do you go to for guidance? Like, you know, who do you? Who's your kind of your your guidepost that you look toward? Well, I'm, I'm sure that I, you know, I did a lot of parenting uh, after the way I was parented. So I would say my father, but uh, also, and I mean, this, I, you don't have to tell me whether this is true or not, but uh, I know that as, as, you know, after being raised by my father, there were several things I, I noted in, in, in my being that I will not do that when I have a kid. So uh, I hope I didn't do it. And uh, so there's, there's more than just a positive role model. There's, you hopefully learn, uh, you know, what works and what, you know, what you don't think works and then model your parenting after that. I think that we all say that, don't we, that there's certain things we aren't going to do. We did a, a podcast. I mean, I know you've listened to all of them and I thank you for it. We, we did a podcast, the very first one, just about how, like the the way a dad is what he does how he looks at his role has changed over time and when i did that i thought about you know you growing up versus me growing up which i'm sure were different i mean i they, they would have to be different even just based on the stories that you you've told me not that any way is right or wrong it's just generational and then i look at the way naomi grows up is a little bit different than the way i grow, grew up so you know, I think we all probably have the things. Hey, I'm never going to do that, and I'm absolutely going to do this. You know, like, yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, no, for 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 sure. Uh, yeah, and I mean, certainly times change, but but even as they even as they change, uh, you know, I you know I can recall, and you know, by far the majority of my childhood was was outstanding, but maybe what you know, makes you recall the things that happened that were bad better is that, you know, they stood out. And so those are the instances that you say, okay, I'm, I'm not going to do that when I get, when I get to be a parent. Yeah. What was the toughest part you went through as a parent? Uh, I guess I would say the toughest part is, is, is what, you know, what to do, uh, when, when uh, one of the children had aired, had Stephanie, you know, they, you mean Stephanie? I, I mean Stephanie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, what what kind of, of punishment is appropriate? Uh, uh, I was I was interested 
uh, in your uh, the podcast you did. Uh, I don't remember which one it was, mm-hmm. uh, but you talked about uh, corporal punishment. Yeah. And uh, I'll you know have to, I'll admit here on 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 your podcast that there was some of that uh, over the years. But what I because I, I thought real long and hard about it after that podcast, and what I I hoped I did anyway was you know I at the time uh if i if i smacked somebody it was to get not to hurt but to get attention to get their attention mm-hmm. and now i'm not sure that i even should have done that so uh in fact i'm pretty sure i probably shouldn't have but uh so you know from from the little thing about you know don't talk back to to bigger things uh which i won't go into <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. uh, uh but but how how to handle punishment uh yeah. you know grounding uh timeout those sorts of things so yeah i mean that podcast was really interesting because when i um found the research on that and interviewed her you know i thought i i mean i was a kid who was spanked and uh, and and that's why i asked her the question i'm like well look at me i turned out okay and her response was well you know how do you know that and and number 2 it was there really any value i mean the research says there isn't any the other thing she said though was if if you were a parent that that was your form of discipline, you didn't do it because you intended to be mean or hurt your kid. You did it because you thought right. that was the way to discipline. Like it was just that was actually out of love. I mean, that's why we do those things. And and she you know, said, I- "Timeout isn't any better, quite frankly." And we'd always been a timeout family. So the the you know we've learned a lot about how to discipline. And one thing that I've taken, I, I took something from you that I think really helped me, which was, you know, you didn't stand for um, lazy and I could be lazy. I, I could do enough to get by that most people would be happy. And that is something that's I've taken with me my entire life. And yet you didn't stand for that. And I remember there would be times that like you would charge me a dollar if I said I can't and and you'd tell me, I can't, never did anything. I don't know if grandpa said that to you. I don't know where that came from. That mindset thing has always stuck with me. And so now Naomi gets to pay if she complains. Like, I've, I've taken that through. And I, that stuck with me as something that helped. I mean, it's so I guess there are things, right, that all of us do as parents that, that worked and we're proud of. And then there's things that if we had a do-over, we'd probably do it differently. For sure. Yep. I, I, I definitely agree with that, as I, as I just, you know, freely admitted. So yeah, I, I I agree with that. Okay, so the then other, go ahead, please. I say the other thing that that's that was very difficult, and I know your your most recent podcast I think uh, went into this is is when when to intervene to to help to help your kid. Uh, you know, is what problems should you let them solve on their own? What problems should you become involved with? When when mm-hmm. do you uh, when do you stand up for them? Uh, I uh, in in I can only recall two instances of ever uh, uh, ever going to a, a teacher or a school administrator and to to fight a a, a battle for what well, once once for you and once for Stephanie and. Uh, I'm not sure it was right either time, uh, um, but uh, yeah, it's it's hard to know when when to do that and when when not to do that. Uh, it's but it's also you know it's painful if you know something happens and it's hurtful to the kid and you just don't do anything about it. 
So that's you know, it's it's really difficult to know when when to get involved. Well, we want to jump up and fix everything. I was talking with somebody about that today. When something happens, we want to solve, and maybe it's better to, um, you know, I don't know, let the kids figure it out sometimes, and then sometimes we got to stand up and fight for them. I mean, that's that's the way it is. Hey, you, I have. Go ahead. If you never make a if you never make a wrong decision and have a an unfortunate consequence, then you'll never learn anything. So. Well, that was my next question. What's the biggest thing you learned as a dad? Uh, I think I think that may may have been it that uh, that kids are are resilient, uh, and if if you if you brought them up right, that uh, from you know you've done always what what you think is the right thing, that they'll be able to handle whatever comes at them, and yeah they may need ask for advice or help, but uh, but you don't need to go you know call the principal and tell them they didn't do that right or call the teacher and say they should have gotten a better grade. Uh, you know, let them handle what happens to them and it will turn out, turn out the best. Uh, yeah. I mentioned before, I'm, I'm proud of the way, you know, both of you turned out. So uh, I think that, uh, that I did that pretty well. Yeah, that's a, well, we turn out as a reflection of, of the environment we grew up in. So absolutely. Hey, how's being a, uh, Naomi calls you granddad. So how's being a granddad different? Uh, I, I mean, it's, it's classic, uh, you know, I can get by with things being a granddad that you can't get by with being a dad. Uh, but uh, it's, you know, in in a, in a way, it's not totally realistic either. Obviously, I'm a, a long distance granddad, so it isn't like I ever have to, uh, you know, to take care of Naomi. So I generally only get to see her at her best. So that's even better, actually. I, I have a great grandkid, and as far as I know, she she doesn't really ever cause any problems. Well, so, she's pretty uh, much perfect. Yeah, you're about right. Yeah. Yeah, around me she is. So <laughs> and I I know she's, you know, occasionally uh, when you get tired or fussy or whatever, but uh that's the I guess the best part about being a granddad is you get to see absolutely the best of the kids. Yeah. Well, dad, you did a pretty awesome job, I got to tell you. I always I think about this all the time. I mean, like a lot that, you know, you got two different situations for you. You have your birth child, right, Stephanie, who, you know, you, you've known every moment that she's existed and were really involved in that. You ended up with me and, you know, I was six or seven. I don't remember exactly how old I was when you and mom got married and, and, and I don't, I was adopted in 84. So whatever, I think that's right. So hey, you turned seven the year we got married. So, okay. Got it. Yeah. So, so I think about that and I go, you know what? I, I lucked out and, and I, I just, I feel like that, that I, there could not have been a better situation for me. And so, you know, as we do a, a father's day episode, um, I just, you know, I wanted to thank you because dad, you did an awesome job and I'm just blessed and honored to be your son. So thanks so much. Well, you are welcome. and and. Thank you. I couldn't have asked, couldn't have asked for a better son and daughter. Oh. Although she's she's not interviewing me now, so I don't have to mention her <laughs> right quite so prominently. <laughs> well, and I know I do know which one's your favorite, and I'm honored to be it. So, all right. Well, listen, Dad, I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Happy Father's Day to you. Hey, thanks so much. Happy Father's Day to you. Thank you. How fun. So, uh, really nice to talk to Dad about that and learn so much there. Right? Hey, we all, you know. 
did things great. We all make mistakes. We all said that uh, there's stuff that our parents did we're never going to do. We probably do them anyway. So much fun there. Hey, the, the next thing, you know, every every episode we have Naomi on to do the kids' corner, and um, and so this week what we're going to do is the same thing. This time, instead of me interviewing my dad, Naomi is going to interview her granddad. So here we go, Naomi interviewing her granddad on the Kids' Corner. What are the kids thinking? Time to find out in the Kids' Corner with your host, Naomi. Hi, granddad. Hi, Naomi. How are you? I am good. I have three questions for you. Okay. What is your favorite part by being your granddad? My favorite part of being a granddad Besides me and my daddy. (laughs) Well, the only... You're my only granddaughter, so you are my favorite part of being a granddad. Uh, you're always you're always so much fun to be around, and and you you laugh at my jokes. Do you like being a father? Oh, absolutely! I like being a father. I uh, uh, when I when I got when I got married, I, I got a, a son at the same time, so I got to be a father right away. So being a father was a, was a really good thing, and it gave me a, lots of things to do. Besides, uh, besides, just hang around the house. What is your favorite ice cream? <laughs> My favorite ice cream is frosted chocolate malt. I never knew there's such thing as that. There's a special place near our house, and that's uh, one of the flavors they have there. It's my favorite. Will you tell me a joke? Sure, I'll tell you a joke. Are you ready? Yes. Where did the army guy keep all his armies? I don't know. In his sleeveys. Thank you very much, Granddad. You're welcome. Tell your daddy bye happy bye. happy fa- tell your daddy happy Father's Day. Bye bye. Bye bye. Oh, Dad's always full of jokes. That's so fun. And I'm glad that he got me so he didn't have to sit around the house after he got married, right? That's fun, too. Hey, uh, thanks so much for listening to this one. I, I really do appreciate all of you tuning in and, and listening to that conversation with my dad. I trust it brought some value to you. I hope you enjoyed the conversation that Naomi got to have with her granddad. Uh, so thank you so much. You know, if you would, too, would you find us on social media and follow us at Positively Dad on Instagram and Facebook and on Twitter? And uh, and then we'd love to hear from you. Um, who, who you know? What topics would you be interested in? Who do you know we should have on? Send me an email, james at positivelydad.com. We'd love to hear from you. Again, to all the dads out there, happy Father's Day to you. You're doing an awesome job. Keep it going. And thanks for listening to Positively Dad. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.